Fantasy Fuel is powered by Pole Sports. Get instant fantasy football advice through real-time polls by visiting polesports.com. What are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <sighs> Give me fuel, take a fly, sit me trace it out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to almost the end of week five. Mm-hmm. It was an exciting week. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing good. Hey, it was kind of fun. I haven't actually watched football <laughs> with another fan other than my family in a long time, and that was pretty fun to do that with you last And yesterday. why did you pick this week to do that? Well, because the, <laughs> because the Jets... You know, the best team in football going up against the Eagles, the best team in football in 2017. Oh, well, whatever. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, before we get into things, I just have to ask you and anybody out there listening, did you grow up watching some of the same shows that I did? Because I just saw a rumor out there. I'm a little younger than you, but we'll see. I saw a rumor out there, and I'm very excited. Uh, Apparently, (laughs) it was a little hush-hush project. And there might be a live-action Thundercats film. Oh, Thundercats. Never really watched it, but, I mean, I've seen episodes and whatnot, but, yeah. And it supposedly has Ryan Reynolds and Dave Franco (laughs) in it, so it's going to be, and the writer for Deadpool wrote this one. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, mm -hmm. and it makes makes me kind of excited to see what that could be, you know, turned into. Yeah, off topic, I mean, yeah, this yeah. is this is on a podcast. It has nothing to do <laughs> with fantasy football. But when is the Breaking Bad movie coming out? Because I forgot when you told me, and I know it's soon. The 11th, which is this Friday. Oh, can we? And I just, yes. again, off topic, don't care. I'm yeah. telling you, I do not work this Friday. I took this Friday <laughs> off, have things I need to do, but I have to figure out when Netflix releases, releases it, yeah. the show. Because mm-hmm. if, if it's, it's Friday night, it's going to be like, what? Really? (laughs) I don't think it's during the night. I think it's like early morning. Like, is it 12 midnight Eastern or 12 midnight Mm -hmm. Pacific? Like, if it's midnight Pacific, that's 2 a.m. here. I might stay up that late (laughs) just so I don't have anybody possible to ruin that for me. Yeah, I'm probably watching it with my wife. So I think if she's not super annoyed with it, we'll be fine. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, very excited about some shows. Oh, yeah, that, that's the big that's, one for me. Yeah, I actually talked to somebody at work today, and it's like, yeah, I'm not going to be here on Friday, and I'll get to watch that new Breaking Bad. There's a new Breaking Bad movie? I'm like, you don't Oh, my know. goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my uh, nerdy person <laughs> coming out in there. But anyway, we's got, we, we's got <laughs> a lot to yes. talk about. <laughs> The news around the National Football League. Jay Gruden's fired. <laughs> Come right out with it, why don't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, you knew it was going to happen. I just, I didn't know when they were going to do it. But it's just been complete chaos there. It, I mean, it, he's been okay for some... I, I feel like some of their team, with what he's had to work with, he's been okay. He's not been great, obviously. I mean, but yeah. 
I'm not giving <laughs> Jay Gruden a full pass here. Right. He's not been a great coach. No, he hasn't. That being said, he's been the winningest coach for the Redskins <laughs> since Dan Snyder bought the team in 1999. And what is that record? 35-50-1. and 35-50-1. and one. That's that's a bad record the to be the winningest. coach in 20 years for the Redskins. Yep. That's, that's uh, just insane. I mean, Dan Snyder is, in my opinion and lots of other people's opinions, one of the worst owners yes. in the league. Yep. Now, I love to bash on Jerry Jones, but he at least runs a successful team. Yeah, he knows how to often. make a good team. He's just very interesting when yes, he does yes. it. Yes, we'll get a little bit on him <laughs> later. Uh, but more Redskin stuff. Well, um, according to Diana Russini, Sure. On ESPN, a Redskins coach told her Dwayne Haskins is having trouble IDing defenses and calling plays in the huddle. Isn't that pretty much everything you have to do as the quarterback? Just, yeah, I mean, come on, man. What else is there? You can't ID defenses. That's like the main thing. And you can't call plays in the huddle. Wait, are we talking about Jared Goff? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> but if you can't call plays in the huddle, where else? I don't understand how you can't call plays in the huddle uh, maybe isn't that fed had, to you I, I thought ohio state was one of those colleges where it was you know close to pro it level it should be you know at on least, the field uh, there and calling plays i don't know maybe they simple simplified it down for haskins while he was there i don't know i don't know but anyway she also said that uh, not only is haskins not ready now but it could be another year or even two years before he is yeah that's that fine sounds like I, I don't have a problem with that because there's a lot of quarterbacks that you need to wait a little bit on. But <laughs> he's already started a game. It's really difficult. He didn't start it. He finished it. Mm, no, no, no. He, okay. I, okay. But he was in a game for the most part. <laughs> yes, he and, played a lot of that Yes, game. and it's just very underwhelming what he did. Very. I can't – I you can't put him out there. Uh, yeah. Now, the Redskins uh, – I. Th- think we talked about this a while back uh the redskins are now one and eleven since their native american <laughs> blessing ceremony where they're like it's okay to call us a racist name yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how much to put on that but yeah yeah that's just a uh, neat stat one and eleven <laughs> well how did they get the one win that's the question yeah i didn't that's look the up question. to see who <laughs> they beat it was probably the braves oh wait wrong sport the jets no come <laughs> on now stop that uh anyway one last bit before we move on from the redskins i don't even understand how this is a possible thing but i read the article and this is exactly what it said uh on the short list of coaches that Dan Snyder and the organization was looking at, uh, yeah. Mike Tomlin's on his short list. Like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait a second. How you got? You already got him. Like, come on now. He's still a coach. You can't just say he's going to get fired. Do you really think that Mike Tomlin would one get pride away from Pittsburgh after they finally got rid of all their drama? Yeah, and two want to go to an organization like the Redskins? No. When he took over, he took over a good team. He took over a team that was already playoff potential, right. because I mean he's been he's been great as a coach so far until been. this last two years. It's starting to fall apart, 
And I think Antonio Brown had a lot to do with that. But now Big Ben's hurt, so you, what are you going to do there? And Mason I mean, Rudolph's hurt. Yeah, oh my man, that was a horrible, horrible and, thing to see. And I didn't have it in the notes, but I figured it would come up eventually. We we watched that finally. Yeah. We saw the highlight yeah. after we saw a, a notification pop up about it. And they finally showed it, and we're like, oh, that's not good. And that's then about... later we saw that the stupid <laughs> cart wasn't working, so he had to walk off the field. And here's the dumb part. I just read something earlier that the NFL actually put out, something mm-hmm. that said he said it was okay if he could walk. You can't, Dude, he's he concussed. He cannot make that. He decision can't make on any decisions. <laughs> wow. So that was a little weird. <laughs> That's horrible. Anyway, the team that the Redskins played. Yeah. The New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a touchdown of their, out of their tight end, Ryan Izzo, this week. Mm-hmm. And. Now they have basically released Benjamin Watson, who was on suspension, and uh, by not activating him today, we'll say that, Mm -hmm. by not activating him, it cleared almost $2 million in cap space, which almost doubled the cap space that they had. I mean, what else can you give to the New England Patriots to make things better for them? Because they are amazing right now. They haven't played great teams yet, but... It's still they almost five and zero. Beat by Buffalo. Yeah, well, that is a good team, and they did almost. But they haven't played a lot of good. I mean, they played the Jets, they played the Dolphins, they played the Redskins. It sounds like the Cowboys, where they played three really bad teams, and then now they've played two good teams, and they're they're not there yet. Yeah, not quite. So, speaking of Buffalo, just mm. got to throw this out there after some weird news and some bad news. Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Joined Hall of Famer Emmett Smith Love as it. the only running backs to start 200 career games in NFL history. That's awesome. So, how many did Emmett have? Do you have that number? He did not have his okay. full number, so I don't know how many he's behind, but Emmett, like, never missed yeah. any time. Yep. Gore hasn't missed much, but he has missed a, a yeah. game here or there, but Frank Gore has been a delight to watch over the years. I mean, he's, he's been a complete professional. He's got to so. be... He's got to be up there on your favorites as yes. far as running backs go. I mean, frankly, just players in general. I'm trying to remember how long ago it was, but I remember drafting him in fantasy football <laughs> as a rookie, and I'm like, this guy yeah. is still playing. Like yeah. I was a teenager, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that long ago. But, uh, yeah, um, moving on, the Panthers admit to running the same play over and over again on the Jaguars because they just – couldn't stop it why 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 wouldn't you i, I, I mean it, if you whatever. were playing online in madden and madden. somebody couldn't stop your play. every time i did it all the time because <laughs> yeah, my friends they were like they know what's coming i'm stop i'm hey it. you know i'm gonna do that play again right yeah you know i'm gonna do that you go ahead put your guy right there that's fine do it put him there <laughs> got it touchdown yep, still <laughs> So, yeah, when the defense can't stop it, you can't get mad at the other team no, for I've, keep running that play over yep. and over. And we'll get to one of those players. Oh, in no. Later. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, um. And now it's time for Twat, this week's Antonio Troubles. Mm. Just can't get away from it. <laughs> He's not even playing anymore. <laughs> I love how they uh, introduce this as... Free agent Antonio Brown. 
has officially filed grievances against the Raiders and the Patriots seeking yeah. to recoup more than $40 million. Now, it's not expected to be heard until the spring, so there'll be lots of information to come out no, over he's the next not, few months. He's not getting any money. I promise <laughs> yeah, you. I would hope not. But that's not all. <laughs> that's not all. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Antonio Brown is now fighting to keep video of the condo trashing deposition under wraps of course why wouldn't you fight for that you have to like, i don't want people to see it because it makes me look bad like <laughs> wait 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 that no it, literally in the documents brown says if the video is seen it'll destroy his ability to get fair treatment in the lawsuit mm-hmm uh, right. That's the way it goes, Antonio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're a douchebag, you get treated like a douchebag. That's, bag. yeah. Okay. What's the problem here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, the attorneys for the place that he allegedly trashed, uh, the mansions at Aqualina in Miami, Florida, says AB was not only late for the meeting, yep. which he's been late for meetings before, mm-hmm. but he was also, I'm not sure if this is a word, pugnacious i've never used that one before uh, nope defiant and profane yeah would you expect that out of a guy that we have talked about for the last five six months absolutely i mean that it <laughs> describes him to the t i don't know again pug- darn pugnace- to pugnacious pugnacious something to do with a little tiny dog i don't i don't get it he is definitely a dog <laughs> he's a pug he is oh god <laughs> I'm sorry we I, keep reporting about it, but we've got the bump and we've been doing it, so I've, we got to go to the grave with it. <laughs> Everyone, if I may have your attention, it is time for the Cringeworthy Player of the Week. Oh, this is best. This we is best. have done players, we have done coaches, we have done <laughs> owners. Now it's time for a reporter. <laughs> this is great. This is the most amazing thing I have heard, and... If you haven't seen it, you have to find this. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to uh, retweet it if I haven't already. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. And he looks so perplexed <laughs> when this reporter asks him a question. You have to be. And I am going to play that question that is asked of Aaron Rodgers right now. What was the key to distributing your Packer City Lightning to all your button men? Like all decade torpedo, Laverne Delweg? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Packers, 1920s stalwart, Laverne Delbert, NFL all-decade, tight end. Who is it? I don't know what you're talking about. That's a good question, though. <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, what man. What the heck that is that reporter no doing? Sense. Okay. I mean, that guy obviously knows way too much about the 1920s and all that, but... He, he wow. had to have gone in there with exactly that agenda. I'm only going to get one question out. It's going to be this. It's going to go viral on Twitter, and that's all I care about. What if Aaron Rodgers knew exactly what he was saying? He's just like, yeah, you know, I would think blah, 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 and he just spouts off on it. That, that would have been amazing. Would, the guy would have been like, oh, okay, thanks. I think maybe only Dennis Miller would have been able to answer that question. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of the Packers, Aaron Jones, mm, man, what a day! Yeah, we'll talk a little more, bit more about his day. But he's the first player mm-hmm. in NFL history to record four rushing touchdowns in a game against the Cowboys. Yep. Now I do want to say something. Yeah. You all heard me say it was going to be a crushing. I heard it. Okay. The game was closer than it really was. 
They crushed them. They crushed them. They let them come back, probably because they said, oh, we got a big lead, whatever. It's very possible. Dumb. I think it's stupid they let them come back. But, okay, the Cowboys, still a decent team. But it was it. we knew who was winning that game within the first quarter. There was a little bit of maybeness in the fourth quarter when they got their last touchdown, the Cowboys did. Yeah, but yeah. I was still like, it's it's not going to happen. Yeah. And then when Brett Maher missed that field goal, I was like, <laughs> oh. That was it. That was the nail in the coffin, you yeah. Can't, oh, too bad. Yep. And uh, speaking of the Cowboys, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said hmm. the fact that his team has defeated three opponents who are combined 2-12 and 12 and have lost to two teams that are combined 8-2 and two, is an accurate reflection of his team's early season performance. Wow. How, Jerry Jones. I, I read that like three times before I put it in the notes. I was like, that, is that really what he's saying? Because <laughs> he doesn't usually let yeah. negative news around May- him. Maybe he's not. I don't know. I, I, that's like the coolest thing he's ever said. I mean, we've been like all been saying. Yeah, that. he's actually accurate. Like he's not trying to. He's not tr- make something sugarcoated. Yeah, he's not trying to stretch the truth in any way. Which is amazing. I mean, we're not used to seeing <laughs> yeah, that out of Jerry that, Jones. Was that? Are you sure it was Jerry Jones? I, it was a Jerry Jones. It's, it says Cowboys <laughs> order Jerry Jones. Well, well, it was somebody else. There. It was some other Jerry Jones. It couldn't have been. <laughs> Cowboys owner. Uh, so uh, let's stay in the AFC East. We've talked about every other team um, and the Giants. Man. That's not the AFC. Did I say AFC? Yeah, you did. NFC East. Yep. Let's go. Here right. we go. There we go. Yep. The Giants. Yep. We're excited to have Saquon Barkley, yeah. Sterling Shepard, mm-hmm. Golden Tate, Evan mm-hmm. Ingram all on the field to spread it out and have an <laughs> offense. I know their defense isn't great, but they could have had an offense to maybe keep up with their deficiencies on defense. Yeah, they could have been okay of a team. They have not played a single snap together. <laughs> that is just not, yeah. so wrong. I mean, yes, they Saquon prob- got hurt almost immediately after Daniel Jones started a game, so he's barely had him to work with. Sterling Shepard is now working on his second concussion. He's back in the protocol, which means he's almost positive not to play on Thursday night. Right, yeah, Thursday night, no way. Golden Tate just came back, did almost nothing. I kind of had a feeling that would be the case. I mean, we threw him in yeah. uh, the DFS just for something in you never that know. price range. Yep. Uh, and Evan Ingram still had a bunch of targets. Yep. So here's the thing. When Barkley comes back, it, you, they have their chance to do this, to be all on the field at the same time. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. But I don't want to wish anybody to get hurt, but <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Like, no. you, you just got this feeling they're not all four going to be together. But with with Shepard, yeah, there's no way. I don't think there's any chance he plays Thursday night, and I'll cover that with my Thursday night preview. Sure. But, yeah, there's, there's probably no way. Now, Saquon might be back this Thursday. It is looking positive it's that very he's going to be back, which would be a giant, no pun intended, help. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about that. No doubt. All right. Well, let's move along to the Texans. Mm. We'll talk a little bit more about them, but this is probably the reason mm. why they had such an insane game on offense. The Texans' offense gave up one QB hurry, zero sacks, Zero QB hits on 33 dropbacks. 
Yeah, when you do that for Deshaun Watson, he goes back to two years ago in those six games that yeah. he played in. He was yeah. exactly that, that was, player. That was a beautiful performance. Now, if you if he only gets one quarterback hurry, I mean, any real quarterback can... Not Luke Falk. Not, oh, <laughs> man, not Luke Falk. Sorry. That guy, I was telling my brother today, I think he might be the worst quarterback to play a game this yeah. year. I th- there's just no worse than Devlin Hodges. He at he's least just bad. Here, here's here's the thing. He didn't give up any interceptions, anything like that, because he played it so safe that it was killing. It killed the team. You got to take a risk. You have to. He took almost zero risks, and that's why Le'Veon Bell had a million catches. Yeah. I can't. I couldn't. Every time I saw Luke Falk back there, he waited three, four seconds. There's Le'Veon Bell over there. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, he did it again. Well, and the thing is, like, okay, you're Luke Falk. We watched that pretty much entire game together, and he cannot throw every pass. He cannot make every NFL throw. No, he can't. So, obviously, he's going to rely on a guy like Le'Veon Bell, but every team knows that's going to happen, so they're probably having two guys watching Le'Veon Bell. You know, one inside, one outside, something yeah. in that nature where when they get every swing pass out there, he's not going to be able to do much with it because he had like eight catches, but it was only for like 45 yards. Yeah, I mean, what you, <laughs> that's the only offense they had. And it's just, I don't want to spend too much time on the Jets because it's, it's not worth it right now until <laughs> Darnold right, comes back. One more thing. <sighs> All right, let's just let's just keep get it going. over with. Uh, the Eagles are the first team in NFL history to record ten or more sacks, a fumble recovery touchdown, and an interception touchdown in the same game. Yep. Thank you, Luke Falk. Mm-hmm. Which we did play yeah. Eagles defense yep. in DFS. I don't know if they were the most popular defense. It could have been the Patriots. They were the most expensive. Against the Redskins yeah. and yeah. and and that interception for a touchdown was on a very safe throw. Very it was like throw. it was like a ten yard at the most. Throw. Yes, Nathan Gary was coming from the middle of the field to the side and, if it and was, made a great catch. If to it get was there, a more accurate thrown ball, there's no chance. If he it could. were an actual sideline throw where mm-hmm. it was to the sideline, where yep. you know you might have to toe tap, Nathan Gary wouldn't have got there. I just don't understand why the Jets consider continued to just push him out there i'd rather have had their backup i mean they say he knows the offense better than darnold but <laughs> he obviously doesn't doesn't know how to be a quarterback i, mean, I don't i don't get it all right one last thing Guy's about bad. the jets it's not a bad thing <laughs> I, I guess uh darnold tomorrow is going doing a medical test preview yes, whatever please. physical please and it will probably be declared one way or the other if he's ready and they're playing the cowboys this week this is please, it this is it let darnold come back it. guns I, blazing <laughs> and have the cowboys lose three straight i have games. a cowboys fan at work <laughs> and i said oh man what obviously you guys have been starting to play better teams and and then I was like, but you gotta play the jets next week oh yeah that's a no that's gonna be a nice win it's like but if Darnold comes back. It's, it's not going to be a guarantee. Ball game. Not going to be a guarantee. But if if he doesn't play, you, congratulations. Right. <laughs> uh, we also watched because we were very interested in the uh, very low scoring Titans and Bills mm. game. Mm-hmm. 
in mm-hmm. which uh, I predicted the Titans to win earlier in the week in my pool, <laughs> but that was before Josh Allen was cleared to play. Yeah. So I hard might to, have hard changed to know my mind. Yep. But anyway, the Titans could have won that game if Cairo well, Santos had not missed four field goals. Yeah, and there's another reason they could have won that game is if it wasn't Mariota and it was Tannehill. Mm. But, <laughs> no, but the four field goals... That's that's horrible. Even two of those that's field horrible. goals, then they're only trying for a field goal at the end to try and win it again instead of having to go for a touchdown. But Cairo Santos gone. Yep, he was no, cut. No point. And uh, Cody Parkey, there he is again. He <laughs> is expected to sign tomorrow. <laughs> they're going to work him out, and it's like they they already know why I, the. Uh, Patriots didn't work out Cody Parkey. I'm not sure. I mean, mm. they went with the veteran Mike Nugent and signed Young Ho Kim or whatever his name is to the practice squad. The I'm, thing is, is you go from Santos, who missed four field goals, to Parkey, who will probably doink it four times. Doink. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody out there that didn't remember, any of you Bears fans, <laughs> double doink. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, why did it have to happen to the Eagles? To where you just get to... We infiltrated. We sent Cody Parkey in that's there true. for us. It is, it's a perfect story. We probably gave him like, a Super Bowl ring. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's move on to some good and bad performances. We'll yes. start with the good. Yes. Because there was a lot of good performances. Mm. We could talk all hour, hour and a half of our show about some of these insane performances. Because there was like five, six guys that if you didn't have one of these guys on your team, you were going to have a tough time winning. And if you had multiples of these guys, like we did in a couple of leagues, uh, in one league we had Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller. (laughs) That's a perfect combo. You don't need anybody else to even win this week. No, not at all. Uh, We uh, talked about it earlier. The offensive line was amazing for the Texans, and that allowed Will Fuller to just run wild. I mean, Hopkins was okay. He wasn't amazing. Yeah. But after the game, this is two weeks in a row now where I have watched a reporter ask Deshaun Watson about the defense he was playing against, and Deshaun Watson would break it down. And he was talking very technical defensive terms and whatnot, and – this particular week, multiple times in that response, Deshaun Watson said that Hop was doubled. Hop was doubled. Hop yeah. was doubled. I'm like, what are you going to do? He had seven catches for 80-some yards. I mean, that's as good as you can get when you're doubled every single I mean, time. Hopkins is great, but he can't get every pass when it's double. Yes. He, <laughs> there's got to be a time where you know he's not doubled, and that's when he's going to get the ball. But the problem is they know that he's great. They yes. can't leave him with one person. But now, after the performance yeah, of Will Fuller, might open who, some things up. I wish more people would have asked the question of, should I play Will Fuller? But it's like people had already made up their mind after a bad performance the week before. He's going back to my bench. Yeah. I had no reservations about playing Will Fuller this week. I, <laughs> I benched him. But, and we'll <laughs> probably get to this player a little later, I benched him for some uh, Viking player who didn't get as much points ah. but i i played him and i liked it and it wasn't Diggs. i played adam thielen okay well i mean you can't go wrong there this week you can't yeah. be mad at yourself i'm not you play i, I still won the the, i'm still winning you could yeah 
Um, but he just wasn't as good as it the 50s, wasn't as good as Foley. which is the first 50 point plus performance since yes. Julio Jones a couple years yeah. back. We all remember that week. Yeah. Now I have something. Obviously, 54 points, amazing. Yes. Uh, he had not. <laughs> yes. Uh, he had one other week where he was over 10 points, but that was like 11 points. Right. So, Will Fuller, week one, nine, eight, 10, five, and then 54. Right. He is now in the top 10. Yes. For- <laughs> we are in Julio Jones territory from a few years back that we had broke down yes. last year before the season started. You can't rely on a guy like no. this. However, I think this might actually stay somewhat he's not going to get 50 points no, of course but it's it's might say somewhat stay somewhat consistent i'm thinking maybe 20 points per game or so it I could mean, be 15 but as long as it's not below 10 you're getting something in it you're at least saying okay i can i can be okay with starting him this week this should open up DeAndre Hopkins a little bit. Absolutely should. Which is perfect for the Texans' offense. If yeah. they can keep Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. upright, they'll have both of these guys to throw to because they'll have to move some coverage Will Fuller's way, which means he's not going to get three touchdowns and how many catches and 200 yards, whatever it was, yep. which means hopefully DeAndre Hopkins will finally be that first-round wide receiver that you've been looking for because he really has not He hasn't been, been and they need to do this. They need to get both Fuller and Hopkins on the same uh, going at the same speed because next week they got the Chiefs. Now I know the Chiefs lost to the Colts last night. Yeah. And that's as shocking as everybody thought I, there's no way I thought the Colts were going. I thought they might put up a fight because right. they're actually a decent team. But now shoot, the Colts look pretty good. Like well, I it I understand the ankle injury. No, 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 no. That's not even what I'm okay. talking about. All right. Um, the last two teams to play Patrick Mahomes has played a lot of man coverage, and his wide receivers have not been able to get open using this man okay. coverage. That's part of their problem right now. Yes, Mahomes is having an ankle issue right <laughs> he's now. He's hobbling around a little bit. <laughs> but he's still making the throws that he should be yes. making. So it's it's – it seems like it's more on his wide receivers. They need Tyreek Hill back. And he could be back very soon. He might be back next week. <laughs> so that should uh, help. Yeah. I mean, there's still a chance the league Joe and I are in. We still have Landry and I believe Robbie Gold or maybe the San Francisco defense, one of those two guys. Mm-hmm. And we're down by like 15 points. I think we should be able to win it. But if Patrick Mahomes would have given us a normal Patrick Mahomes, we probably would have needed like five points. You might not need and any then, points. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So, yeah. Now, if you had Christian McCaffrey on your team. Oh, boy. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, my goodness. Every week I get to smile because Christian McCaffrey is the best player in the National Football League. And I said this last week or last year. He's the best. He's, I knew he was. I didn't say he was going to be the best. I said he was going to be better than Zeke, and everybody laughed and yes, said, "You're crazy. Did. You're a crazy person." And I'm not crazy anymore. No. Now, does this right now his performances put him as the number one dynasty asset right now? Yeah, it has to be. He is the guy you're not letting go for anything. Anything. Do you know he is on pace right now for? Oh. 3,300 all-purpose yards? Yep. It's it's what? insane. 
It's insane. <laughs> it's it's not even believable. No. But yet it's happening. It's happening. Now, you go ahead and read this. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey currently has more yards from scrimmage than Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, and Todd Gurley combined. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about just By hey, 50 yards. It's insane. It's insane what he's doing out there. And he's not just he's not just getting points for yardage. If you're in a PPR, you're getting tons and yeah, tons. And he's of not points. just having a game where, oh yeah, well he had 12 catches. Of course he had 20 points. He left. is producing no. in all facets. He got me 60 points <laughs> in one of the leagues I have him in. And yeah. you know what's really sad is we had Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas in one of our leagues, and because of Emmanuel Sanders and Philip Rivers and one other person, we lost that league. Oh my goodness! <laughs> How do you lose in a <sighs> league where you have Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas? Because we had underwhelming performances. Very underwhelming. A whole point, one point something points out of Emmanuel Sanders. Yep, a, not good enough. Not even close. Six out of our quarterback. That. Yep. Was, yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, I watched a video of Christian McCaffrey in this last game because mm-hmm. there was some Quincy Wilson, I believe it was, had I, it, it's impossible to try and tackle Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> and they had like four or five different runs, and his jukes were just insane. We saw that one by the sideline, and the yeah. guy just kept it's, on going out of bounds, yeah. <laughs> and Christian McCaffrey Bloop. stayed in, and yeah, it was insane. The guy is, he, it's weird. I've never really seen a running back like him. No, it's, he he has moves, but it's not like Barry Sanders. Right, he's strong, but he's not like Jerome Bettis. He is just like, it's almost like a hybrid, yeah. where it's not like he's amazing in one way or the other, but he's just really good at both. And he doesn't look like Ladanian Tomlinson on the field, right. even though he's doing the same types of things and putting up the same types of fantasy numbers that Ladanian did. That he he doesn't look like anybody else yeah. I've ever now, seen. Are you worried about this injury? I I haven't heard anything since the end of that I game. I think he said, and I could be wrong because I, I thought I, I was just scrolling through it, and I think he said that he's going to be fine for next week. So yeah. I'm perfectly happy with that. He, I, he also <laughs> said he had a few things that he needed to work on after this game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the type of guy You need he to is. work on what? His dad was the same exact way. He, oh, he, that's what it is. Hold on. I remember now. He said he needed to work on... That which the that is, um, he he had uh, cramping. It, it was uh, nothing to do with an injury of any sort. It was just cramping. He needs to hydrate more. And so it's like that's my fault. I need to be better at that. Gotcha. So, but you were amazing, <laughs> guys. That's insane. That's insane. All right. Well, let's move along to somebody that had a ton of points, ton of catches, ton of yards, mm-hmm. and the loss. Yep. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. He's been as much as in the recent years. I've I didn't want him on my team for anything. I do, I have a hundred percent confidence in him now. Now, uh, before you go too far, it's okay. not as consistent as you think it might be. It, it's better than he has been in recent years, consistency kay. wise, because he hasn't completely disappeared in some games. Twenty two, fourteen, twenty six, nine, thirty nine. So there's still a little bit of that, oh, he went off this week, and the week before he didn't get much. So it's not as... I still have 100% yes. confidence in him every single week from here on out until he completely goes off. Yes, I have the, no qualms about Amari yeah. Cooper from here on out. Right. So 
Should we talk about another wide receiver? Yeah. We already talked about him a little bit. Michael mm-hmm. Thomas. Start him. And Teddy Bridgewater. Start him. <laughs> wow. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Was it four touchdowns? Yeah. Wow. I, I did not expect that. Yeah. Now, here's the problem with Teddy Bridgewater and the New Orleans Saints. Yes, they have not lost a game since Drew Brees went down for right, injury. Yeah, yeah. But Teddy Bridgewater does not know how to spread the ball around <laughs> to everybody on his offense like Drew Brees did. Yeah. It um, has been either Alvin Kamara or Michael Thomas having the good games there. <laughs> yeah. Very true. And, hey, if I'm a Michael Thomas owner, I don't care. Oh, yeah, it doesn't I'll matter. I'll take it no matter what. And the thing is, is yes, they've won all their games since Breeze has gone out, and so have the Panthers since Cam Newton's gone out. However, I think it's a little bit different of a story. A little bit. I think Cam Newton was actually hurting the team, <laughs> where Drew Breeze wasn't hurting the team. He just right. got hurt. So, yeah, I, I, I just I just don't I don't know what's going on with Cam. We don't have to go into it, but. Kelly, Kyle I, Allen. I, I do this every you time. Every, every time, time. <laughs> Kyle Allen is good enough to keep them from losing. Yes, that's he it. Is. That's that's all as I have to say. As long as Christian McCaffrey is doing his yep. thing, that's a, that one Thursday he, stupid, stupid Thursday game. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey yeah. was not good, but yep. nobody on that team was that week. So, yep. And uh, if he was the quarterback. We'd be seeing a lot. Well, he would. He did throw a pass, didn't he? Yes, he threw a pass. He's a quarterback. Just put him as the quarterback. I was hoping because he probably would have been the first person since Ladainian Tomlinson to throw a pass and catch a touchdown all in the same mm, game. That's true. Would have been awesome. That's true. All right, let's move back to that Packers Cowboys game. Mm. Talk about one Aaron Jones, who I had alongside Christian McCaffrey in one league. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you lost. Oh no, no chance. I. Okay, let me put it this way. I got 60 points out of each of those guys in that particular league. Wow. The guy I'm playing against, he has Dante Pettis left this week. He has 130 yep. total points. I have 120 wow. out of those two. Wow. <laughs> Insane. Yep, you won that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not even I still cool. have uh, Jarvis Landry to play in that one, too. So <laughs> He's going off. Anyway, we're talking about Aaron Jones mm-hmm. because Aaron Jones did Aaron Jones things. Yeah. Um, he, he still has only had one game over 20 carries this year. Yeah. And he is amazing. This week, four touchdowns, like we said earlier, seven catches on eight targets. And it's weird. Yep. Um, he either gets a bunch of targets or, like, no targets. And as long as he's getting touchdowns, I don't think it really matters no, at all. Really, doesn't. because the touchdowns, it's, it's huge on both aspects he has only not scored against the bears in week one this week Mm -hmm. every other week he's put up good points but it's been a different way every single week yeah week two against the vikings he had a normal running back stat line of 23 for 116 and a touchdown four catches 34 yards great week the next week he only had 19 yards rushing but he had two touchdowns so he got you your points the next week only 21 yards 21 yards rushing, a touchdown, but six catches. So he got you points that way. And yeah. then this last week, he'd put it all together. <laughs> put it all in one. 19, 107, four rushing touchdowns, seven catches for 75 yards. And in this particular league that I'm looking at is 49.2 points. 
That's it's great. That's amazing. I mean, you probably weren't expecting that many points out of Aaron no. Jones. We told you to take Aaron Jones. I think I pretty much told everybody I love Aaron Jones this year. I didn't think it was going to be touchdowns. I didn't think it was going to be touchdowns. I thought it was going to be because last year he had five point what five uh, yards per attempt. Right. This year so far, it's only been three point nine yards per attempt, but still not horrible. Right. He's, and he's gone up against some decent defenses. Yes, yeah, too, yeah so. the Bears are a really good defense as well. So yeah, I I hear that, but man, the fantasy points he's already got ninety three point two fantasy points, where last year he had three hundred nine. Yeah, um, total. He's fourth so. overall in the one I'm looking at. So, and he's well ahead of number five, which is Alvin Kamara. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought <laughs> that's that? That's insane. I mean, in the, in the league that I was just talking about, he was the because it was an auction style draft. He was the first person I got in that auction was Aaron Jones. Yep. So. Yep. Love it. Yep. All Love right. Uh, let's move along. You talked about him earlier. You yep. Talk about him again. Yep. Adam Thielen finally broke out against the Giants. There's only one. Yeah, it's the Giants. Okay. <laughs> There's only one thing you really have to say about this. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. <laughs> I've every time somebody complains, almost guarantee they're going to get there was something. There's two squeaky wheels there and only one of them got grease. Well, the other one got grease the week before, so it's okay. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> uh let's uh look uh, where did he end up and in, in uh Who are you talking about? Uh just Adam Thielen in this week. He was the fifth best wide receiver. Yep. And that was a good yeah. week. That's how many amazing performances there were um we need don't need to talk too much about Thielen he just finally broke out finally got the game that every he's making he made up for games that yes, he, he did bad did. in um, not completely but we yeah. already talked about three of the guys in front of him the fourth the guy in mm. front of him mm. was DJ Chark love this guy I am falling in love with Chark I, I just every time I see him on the field like, man, that guy's that's he's gonna be something really special. You know what's weird about this is as as I'm looking through his weekly stats is it's very similar to Amari Cooper's. He's twenty four, eighteen, seventeen, eight, thirty six. That's yeah. almost the same exact thing that Amari Cooper has done. I just there's just something different about him than Amari Cooper. I could see I can have Amari Cooper in my head, I think, ah, eh, he's good. I get <laughs> Chark in my head. This guy this guy's great. I mean, he's a he's a he's a shark in the ocean. <laughs> I was trying to think of something. Yeah. Like, oh, I could have said. Uh, Let's work. What's on that, that dumb movie? Sharknado. 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 Ooh, that's not bad. <laughs> we like might have it. something to work like with that. there. But uh, yeah, and he's being fairly efficient with his targets because in week one he only had four targets. Four catches, 146 yards. Mm-hmm. Then he had nine targets, seven. Five targets, four catches. Eight targets, four catches. And this week he had 11 targets. So it yeah. seems as if um, they're picking on certain people. The Panthers, I don't know, was he going against Bradbury? I've never heard anything good about James Bradbury mm, yeah. in the last Not a lot years, of positivity so. there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, DJ Chark was a guy that was pretty much an afterthought coming into this season. Yeah. I thought D.D. Westbrook, you did a uh, piece on D.D. Westbrook. I did. For uh, yep. your shuffling, shuffling the decks. The deck, yep. And I just assumed it was going to be D.D. Westbrook. And now D.D. hasn't been bad. No, he's been fine. He's not. He, I think I, pretty much everything I said about him, he's been. 
but I didn't expect Chark to but to be this great. Uh, he's not been super amazing, but I really like Chark. <laughs> every time I I'm I need to go and explore some kind of trade. I don't know what kind of contract would be on the flag league, but I need to look at it because I really really like it. If it's Asa, you will not get him. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, he probably does have him. No. But uh, somebody else from that same game has had now two pretty darn good performances in a row. Who yeah. am I talking about? Leonard Fournette. He is actually one of the more consistent running backs this year after you get past the amazing guys like McCaffrey and Dalvin and Eckler and uh, Alvin Kamara. I you get down yeah. the list, there's some really good running backs this year, and now Leonard Fournette is finally starting to ride along. This is what you expect out of Fournette. And I'll say it. This is the last time. I swear this is the last time I'm going to say this. As long as he doesn't get injured, he will be in the top five. I think he is a top five quality running back, and I think we're starting to see it. Well, here's the deal. The first three weeks... He had 15 or less carries every week, and he was okay. Double-digit points, whatever. Yep. It got you kind of what you wanted. The last two weeks, 29 and 23 carries. So when they are able to give him the rock and pound the football running, he's been great. Yes. He has 333 yards in the last two weeks rushing. And he had seven targets this week. Only four catches for 29 hours, but hey, that's another almost seven points in a PPR league. He is, for rushing yards, he is third. He is, Chris McCaffrey has 587 yards rushing. Dalvin Cook has 542, and Leonard Fournette has 512 yards rushing this year. And now, let me sort this in a different way real quick. But he's been he's been amazing. And I'm really, whoops, I did some, whatever, I don't need it. <laughs> but I did, I, I do think that he, I mean, would you ever have that said this last year that he is going to be third for rushing? rushing? Well, I, I mean, I knew it's possible, but I just didn't have that confidence in him. And I still do not have confidence that he is going to stay healthy all year long. We have okay. not heard about any nagging injuries, but at this point, now he's starting to take on more of a workload. Where is it that we're going to see whether or not he can actually stay healthy or is he going to just break apart like he has every other year he's been in the league? <sighs> That's the question. I, I keep trying to avoid it, but it ke- keeps popping it up. It has to. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to know, but I tell you this. This, this is a stat I was looking for. Rushing yards per game, he's number one. 125 rushing yards per game, where – Christian McCaffrey has 106 rushing yards per game. Now, Chris McCaffrey's more than just a rusher. Right. But, yeah, I mean, that's just – I'm sorry, that's Delvin Cook. Dang it. I was looking at the wrong guy again. <laughs> I knew it. But he's been great. Yes. Um, I, I would have to say right now this is a guy that – now let's look at his upcoming schedule. Mm-hmm. Saints, pretty good D. Bengals, not so much. Jets, their D is okay. Yep. If they have Darnold and an actual offense, it might be a different game flow. Texans, eh. Mm. Bye. Colts, 
they're looking all right. Yep. Titans, decent D. Buccaneers, eh. Chargers, eh. Mm-hmm. Raiders, eh. If he can stay healthy. <laughs> That's the only question. There's a lot of games coming up against so-so or yep. not even so-so that, defenses. The only Week 16 question. at the Falcons. The Falcons are not good this year. The nope. Eagles lost nope. to them. They shouldn't have lost to them. Different story. <laughs> but the Falcons are not that good this year. No, they're not. And I'm going to get to them a little bit more in a minute, too. Um, is that the last of the good? Oh, no, we still have. Nope. Couple more good Can, performances, real quick. <laughs> Michael Gallup came back, and I was like, "Well, we gotta see more from Michael yeah, Gallup after an injury yep. before I put him back in the lineup." And what did he do? Yeah, he just kind of went off again. Game flow probably dictated they were needing to pass, but seven for one thirteen and touchdown. He picked up right where he left off. Yeah, I mean he is averaging almost twenty points a game as. Dak Prescott's number two wide receiver. We never thought we'd see that. No, not at all. And then, just moving along, yeah. I want to talk about Russell Wilson. <laughs> you told me before the game started. It's crazy. I said, crazy. I said, now, if Lamar Jackson doesn't score 20 points. He scored about 13. And there. Patrick Mahomes doesn't score like 25-ish points or whatever it was. Russell Wilson would be the number one quarterback in the league. And Guess here what? we are, still people. I think people are coming around now. I don't think they're saying, okay, he's a top 10 quarterback. But why? They wouldn't even take him as a starting quarterback in no, fantasy. It still pisses what's, me that's off. That's what's crazy about it. But, I mean, he has been spectacular. He's the number one quarterback in the league right now. That's I, – I, you know, the Chris McCaffrey thing from last year, that one I took pride in. Yes. This one – Almost makes me mad. Almost makes <laughs> yeah, me mad. It does that last last year was just everybody was not not this year. Everybody's punting on Russell Wilson. You're sitting here thinking, oh, I can wait on quarterback because there's Russell Wilson sitting there, still sitting there, and there and he's buried. He's buried on the ADP list. It's like why? Why is he so I, far I do down not the list? Understand that every draft I went into yep. that was on ESPN at least, yeah, he was just not there. And I'm like, oh well, I better get a quarterback. It's like the eighth or ninth round. I better start looking at quarterback. And I'd take Carson Wentz, which of course I'm still happy with. I mean, Carson Wentz is still a top seven quarterback. I mean, yeah, okay. points yeah, yeah, behind yeah. Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson. Of course. Now. So it's fine, but I could have waited like four more mm-hmm. rounds. <laughs> and here's the thing. Last year you got a quarterback in Mahomes that you got a great deal on. But that was a surprise. You didn't expect this out of Mahomes from no. last year. This year, this is why it's maddening. Yeah. People waited and waited and waited and waited. Now you got a quarterback who's number one overall, just like Mahomes was. But to me, this is not even more close to a surprise. And it no. shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. We knew because, Mahomes could be a gunslinger and could do something well, but we had nothing to reference. Yeah, exactly. Russell Wilson has been a top three quarterback yeah. in fantasy. Extremely times. consistent. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're getting off on a tangent yeah. on Russell Wilson. We don't have to do that anymore. He's great. Stop ignoring it. We have to talk about some wide receivers who... There's the bus part of the Kind of crapped the bed this mm-hmm. week. I mean, really, really badly. <laughs> Keenan Allen, I believe, going into this week, 
was the number one fantasy wide receiver. Um, Maybe. I think he was number two behind. Okay. I, there's somebody I can't remember. What it was, but, but still, he is now the number six overall wide yep. receiver, and he only scored 5.8 points. Four catches, 18 yards. That's it. Yep. What happened to the Chargers this week? They didn't throw it enough to him. Yeah, they, they threw didn't it 15 throw times to Austin Eckler. They didn't, They have to throw more to Keenan Allen. They have to. I don't know why they're not, but they have to. Now, listen, this is this is what's crazy. I have a chance to win my game tonight, and I started Keenan Allen. This is the flag league. I started Keenan Allen, and I started Emmanuel Sanders, who Oof. we all know did terrible. Poor and I still have a chance. This Out of all the weeks, I've scored like top five every week. And, well, for the most part, every week right. in this league. And I've lost like three games, which is it's maddening when that happens. And this week, <laughs> I'm getting lucky. There's still a chance I lose, so I don't want to toot my own horn or anything like that. But, boy, this would be this would be a great win. Now, obviously, Keenan Allen is still an amazing talent and amazing oh, yeah. fantasy I'm, player. You have to start him every week no matter but what. But if you're breaking it down – Weeks one through three, he had 10, 15, and 17 targets. Yep. Obviously, if yep. you catch anywhere near yep. a, a good percentage of those, you're having good weeks. This last two weeks, five and six targets. That's it. That's, that makes no sense. I don't get it. What it are you doing, no Rivers? Okay, what was the what was the Chargers record first three weeks? Um, well, this could backfire completely in my face, but... I Honestly, I'm not sure what the Chargers record were. They have been a very... Not so good. Well, they lost to the Lions. Uh, they lost to the Colts in week one. I think they beat the Texans week three. So they were only like one and two in those first three weeks. Okay. And then they played the Dolphins, obviously. They didn't need Keenan Allen yeah. to do anything. That's a completely different story. But Yeah, that's interesting. It's, it's all over the place. I just, the Chargers aren't anything. good enough. Yeah, yeah, they're just not that good. But what do you do? You, do you try and cut bait with Keenan Allen while he's still got some value, or do you just hope that Philip Rivers comes back and realizes? Here's the thing. If, if you're trying to cut bait now, people aren't going to fall for it. They're going to see, yeah, and on the, I mean, I mean, I, I'm, I, they're going to try and stretch it. They're going to stretch. Well, I'll take him off your hands, but <laughs> yeah, he's worth more than that. It, but I might, I might shop it a little bit just to see what's out there. But I, I just got this feeling. It's not going to happen. Now, I got to do this. I got to bring it up. Because after last year, I figured it was all over with. We didn't <laughs> need to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. But we got to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Julio. Julio. What's going on, Julio? <laughs> Your first three weeks were good. Oh, Your yeah. Week one was okay. Mm-hmm. Your touchdown saved the day. 11 <laughs> targets. Week two, awesome. 10 targets. 100 yards, two touchdowns. Week three, nine targets, 128 yards, a touchdown. Yep. Week four, seven targets, four catches, 52 yards. Week five, seven targets, three catches, 42 yards. What's going on? Yeah, it's nothing you want out of your main receiver at all. Not even close. And you just don't want to see this be consistent. And it's not like the Falcons aren't trying to score because right. they need to score in every single game they're playing because they're losing. So it's a little bit concerning. But the one guy you don't have to really be concerned about on that team is is Hooper. 
I mean, the okay, guy. Okay, we've got breaking news. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is very interesting, in my opinion, because it deals with somebody that both you and I have loved for the past couple of years. Okay. <laughs> You're Z- scaring me. Zay Jones. Zay Jones. What now? Zay Jones has been traded to the Raiders. Oh, no. That's not a good spot for Zay Jones. I mean, it is, it but it's not. Be a great spot I, for Zay Jones. Man. Tyrell Williams has been getting a little bit banged up. Okay, I think it's a, it's a good spot for the Raiders. It's just not good for me. It's not good Cause, for you? Because I got Hunter Renfro, and I was expecting more <laughs> out of him each week, and it just hasn't happened, so... Isn't it he makes still on sense. your taxi squad at least? Yes, well, but I, then, I yeah, want whatever. more out of him. Zay Jones. Zay Jones to the Raiders. Yep. It's weird it's because okay. I thought after the end of last season, Josh Allen and Zay Jones had this They had connection. some. They did, and it just completely gone. Well, gone. they brought they in John Brown, who was yeah, but, wanted Zay Jones to be. They brought in Cole Beasley, obviously their short did, yardage yeah. Yeah. Uh, possession receiver, and... He's gone, Any though. tight end in that offense right now has been okay. I want Tyler Croft to come back to see what <laughs> he can be. Right. Because we've gotten touchdowns out of Dawson Knox. We got touchdowns out of Lee Smith. Lee Smith. Got to pick him up. Mm-hmm. I don't, had to go to wake last week. I don't know. <laughs> the only that. person, the only person that can say that right now is me. I have such bad, bad situation for my tight ends right now. Yes, you do. But it's, that's on me. Anyway, my fault. we were talking about Julio Jones because I had one more thing I wanted to say about the Falcons. Uh, because you asked me earlier, and we'll do a little quick preview. Sure. Because we're going to talk about, in just a minute here, the bad week that tight ends had. It yeah, just oh was boy. not a very good week. No. But the number one overall tight end in the league, you asked me this. I knew the answer. Austin Hooper right <laughs> Austin now. Austin Hooper. Which is weird not completely surprising because of the offense and their coordinator likes to get the tight ends more involved. So I knew there was a possibility that he could be used more. Guess who the Falcons play next week? <laughs> um, what the, uh, the worst uh, tight end team in the, the Arizona Cardinals. There you go. Now, it didn't really work out with Eifert. Well, that's Tyler Eifert, too. <laughs> I'm not. Right. I know where you were going with that, and obviously it was a uh, a statistically correct play. You just kind of hope because he's cheap, <laughs> and you try, you're just trying right. to get something out of it. But it's Tyler Eifert. Yeah. He's now, just not that good healthy enough to. <laughs> let me tell you why Hooper is the number one tight end in the league. There's one week he was under 10 points. There's one week he was under 15. No, sorry. And last week he had 14 points. But other than that, every single week he's been over 15 points yes. as a tight end. That is consistent. I mean, he's barely ahead of Evan Ingram. Well, but see, the thing with Evan Ingram is Evan Ingram has a 30-point game. Yes. And then he has an 11-point game. Then he has a 22-point game. Yes. Then a nine-point game. Right. And then another nine-point game. So he's not super consistent. I love having him on my team. Yes. There's no doubt about he's that. He's been fine, especially with the way tight ends have been oh, yeah. so far this year. Yep. Uh, we got two more wide receivers we need to um, talk crap about. <laughs> and the first one is the one that is going to lose me uh, I, a uh, week. 
And Ugh. it's probably because Marshawn Lattimore is one of the better yeah. cover corners in the league this yeah. year. He completely took Mike Evans out of this game. Yeah. There was zero for Mike Evans. It's insane. Yeah. Three targets. Com- yeah. What? I, I you don't expect he had such a good week last week. <laughs> and then we're thinking, okay, here comes Mike Evans. And then he says, No, never mind. Just never mind. Yep. I, I don't get I, it. It's it's a bad. It's bad, but now I thought he's not as bad as he's not as bad as the because tight end. I had heard that Mike Evans was battling illness the first two weeks of the season. I was like, okay, yeah, he had something going mm-hmm. on, and then after the first two weeks, he was leading the NFL in air yards the next couple of weeks. I'm like, all right, Mike yeah. Evans is back, and now all of a sudden he gets covered by Marshawn Lattimore, and that's just that's all she wrote. <laughs> all right, who I, do they play next week? Um, the Bucks play. Okay, that's what I was going for. Let's see. I wanted to see where Mike Evans dropped to overall. He's now 14th. I know he was way higher than that last mm-hmm. year, but the Bucks play the Panthers, okay. which they have already played week two on yeah. that Thursday night game. So who knows what we're going to get because Thursday night games are not yep, usually indicative of anything else. Yes, I hate Thursdays. So, yeah. But I cover it. You sure do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got one more wide receiver that I have to talk about. This is just the worst. It's just. This is just terrible. the worst. Just terrible. I fell for it. <laughs> so did I. I, uh, this is the worst thing. This is like I'm never. I'm honestly not touching this we guy. We swore him ever off. again, and then I got him in like the eleventh round, and I'm which like, which is still Woo. fine. It's still fine, right? But I didn't play him week one when he had forty six points. Yep, I played him week two. Yeah, eleven points. Okay, whatever. Week three, another eleven points. Okay, at least he's getting me double digits. He was my flex play, but I was expecting more out of stupid Sammy Watkins. This is... He got hurt on the first drive. This... this Hamstring. Yeah, it's the worst possible injury for him. Worst possible injury for Sammy Watkins. This is Sammy Watkins. Everything about his career is summed up in this year. (laughs) And it's only been five weeks. Great game. Sammy Watkins is back. He's going to do it. Uh, 11-point game. All right, I can deal with that. And then just, bleh, I need and to get, he's hurt. I need to get a bump over <laughs> here that's just like a crying baby. <laughs> and, I just, and I said, I said, I was coming around on Sammy Watkins after the and first that's week. What happened? And then, boom, goodbye. I mean, I'm done. I I'm, I said I would be done if you completely disappointed me. I'm completely you done. You have to be done. With I'm him. not touching him. I don't think you ever have him again anywhere. I don't. But that's I'm not good. touching him ever again. Anywhere. And I have him in one league. Luckily, I have some decent backups for him in that league. But my goodness, I don't. You're not going to be able to get anything out of him either. Nope. Don't bother sending him in a trade because I, that's <laughs> garbage. I don't want garbage on my team. Oh, Sammy Watkins. We we talked so much about so you sad. last year it's... about how terrible you were. And then we were like, okay, well, since Tyreek's out, maybe he can stay healthy. <laughs> and he did stay healthy for four weeks. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. Fine. Of course he did. I'm, I'm, this was the week. Yep. And now that could have been part of Patrick Mahomes' problems. They didn't need to cover a somewhat. Yeah, I mean, he's a good wide receiver. He has great receiver. talent. Yes. Great talent. So 
It was Byron Pringle <laughs> last night. I saw somebody post something. They said, am I the only one who started Byron Pringle this year? I hope so. Yeah. And and everybody was like, honestly, I didn't even know who he was until last week. Yeah, I've heard his name before. There was a lot of Byron Pringle talk in the preseason, but I was like, yeah, whatever. And then when Tyreek Hill got hurt, I was like, no, they still got other guys. McCole Hardman will step up. I so want, I so want him to be fantasy relevant all year because then you can just say once you pop you can't stop yes if he becomes any more than a fourth string wide receiver <laughs> that's what everybody's stupid fantasy football name yeah once name you pop once you pop you can't something stop. about pringles <laughs> all right that's enough trashing wide receivers i swear because, ugh. i swear the nfl has such great names Oh, yeah. Such great names for you to get a great fantasy football team name. Yep. Love it. They certainly do. And we told you we would talk about it. Let's talk about it. Tight ends this week. I don't want to talk about it. We have to okay. because there were like three guys in the top ten this week <laughs> that nobody <laughs> should have been playing. Maybe one of them. If you were in a deep league, I could see the top guy this week being played somewhere gerald yes. everett who's had two good only, weeks in a row only based off of last week though if yes. he would have had a, a stinker of a week last week then, there's no way you're playing him no yeah um then you also had darren fells yep yep the third scoring tight end of week mm-hmm. five nobody's playing darren no. fells and then you had ryan Izzo, who we talked about at the top of the show <laughs> ryan Izzo gets himself a touchdown Okay, Brian Izzo. Now, obviously, maybe he has a bigger role now. But week one, negative point seven. This is in the flag. Negative <laughs> yes. point seven. Week two, penalties. negative two points. Week three, five points. Oh, okay. Week four, negative one point five points, and then all of a sudden gets ten point three points. Yeah, he is the uh, number eight scorer this week yep. for fantasy, and he has a total of five targets on the year. <laughs> He only had two targets and two catches this week, and that was good enough for number eight overall. Go pay up for Izzo. (laughs) Go pay up for Izzo. Go trade to get him right now. I mean, the other Rams tight end was number 11 this week. Like the, uh, James O'Shaughnessy has been putting up a consistent eight points a week. Perfect. That's great for me. I would love that. It's so weird. He has... Two touchdowns. (laughs) He has a total of 20 targets and 153 yards. And he... uh, James O'Shaughnessy? Really? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Nobody knew he was even a starting tight end. They didn't... We didn't think he was going to be the guy, but he is. Foster Moreau. Yeah. Just outside a number one tight end this week. Mm -hmm. Right in front of Darren Waller. Who everybody has been just, you know, fawning yeah. all over, and rightfully so. He has been very consistent up until this last week, even though the Raiders beat the Bears in London. So very likely, if you played a tight end this week, you probably played the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> you just you, yeah, unless you had Zach Ertz, unless you had Zach Ertz, Austin Hooper, Disley, Kelsey, maybe Lee. maybe you're playing Cook. I, I I don't see you playing Cook. I mean, he hasn't been good enough. You shouldn't. You no. should have cut bait with Jared Cook after his yeah. high of six and a half points a game. And then Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, I could see. After that, that's it. That's, a, that's, more, that's in the top ten. Everybody else is outside of the top ten. Yeah. That's it. You played the wrong guys. 
Most likely. So let's look at the overall standings. We told you Austin Hooper was number one overall. Evan yep. Ingram, number two. Travis Kelsey is still number three, but he has just been okay. And it sucks because mm-hmm. we did it again. We started taking a tight end in round two, yep. sometimes high in round two, yep. and he's not producing nope. like we thought he would, nope. just like after we started taking Gronk yep. and he started getting injured. Now, mm-hmm. luckily, Kelsey isn't getting injured, but he's right. only averaging about 16 points a game, it's, which is fine. It isn't worth taking tight ends <laughs> in the third or the second or the first round. No. No, luckily, really I didn't isn't. see him. I didn't see him going in the first round. Very often, if at all. But the second round, he was definitely being taken. And it's just, to me, it's not worth it. No. you got to learn from this, guys. Learn from it. Now, you mentioned uh, somebody before we started recording, George Kittle. Yes. Who right oh. now is the number 12 tight end. But here's the thing. He had a bye week last week. And uh, as of right now, the game has just been starting yeah. on Monday <laughs> night. So he technically only has three games in the book. So average-wise, he would be the number seven tight end. Right. And but that's even lower than you thought he would be. Yeah, that's definitely lower. But if you're looking at it, George Kittle is the 12th tight end in the league. So he is a starting tight end, and he hasn't even played two games as many as everybody else. Yeah, everybody else. Every- uh, besides T.J. Hawkinson has had his bye that is even close to the top. Yeah, but Hawkinson's still and lower. He, he's, yes, he's still he's lower still than lower. him. It is insane. I mean, what what are we doing about tight ends right now? Is, the, is there somebody out there that you think is going to be great going forward? Uh, I'm not going to say great, <laughs> but I'm going to say if you're struggling, and I'm going to do this too. I'm going to go try and trade for this guy, and it's not just a homery thing, but Herndon. Somebody, I told my my partner, my partner, my <laughs> my friend at work the, about Herndon, and he's like, who? Because he doesn't know much about football. Right. So I'm just trying to help him out. And I said, go pick him up. He's probably available. If he's not, then don't worry about it because somebody's beat you to the gun. But go pick him up because he needs help. <laughs> he had O.J. Howard, and that completely backfired on him, obviously. We, we thought maybe we would be sneaky in our DFS, which we did make the money on. It just wasn't in. Yeah. And when we had Will yeah. Fuller and we had yeah. Dalvin Cook, we, yes. we had some really good plays. We had the Eagles defense. We were almost there, but we had OJ Howard. We thought maybe Dude. nobody's going to be on him this week and maybe this will be the one. And the thing is, is we didn't have to pick a great tight end this week no. because there was no great tight end. Yeah, it didn't So all we, all we really had to do was get something decent and it would have been better. Yep. We could have picked up Delaney Walker. <laughs> no, he didn't do anything uh, either. I think no. he actually had less points than uh, O.J. Howard this week. But I'm looking down the list. O.J. Howard, I believe last week, what did we say? He was like 24, 25 overall. Was something, yeah. He is now 29. Wow. That. He was bad. basically the fourth or fifth tight end being taken. And yes, now we're talking was. about him being almost 30th. 30th. Gosh, that's terrible. It's it's so bad. I mean, Cameron Brait has scored five less points or four less if, points if, than O.J. Howard. Listen. You I'll, put them both together. Just get this. You put them both together. If they were one tight end, they would have 48 points overall, and that would get you to number nine. If you had both of their stats 
put together. Oh, wow. Not good. No, not at all. Now, if you're looking for a tight end and somebody still has O.J. Howard on their team, you can get him for nothing. Yeah. You I can mean, just throw something together say, hey. At I, least in the standard league. In a dynasty, they're probably not going to give him up for too nothing, easily. But it depends on what the contract is, like in the flag of league course, for us right. too. But, but, yeah, that's insane. It's insane. I, do you think – Crazy. Do you think Gerald Everett is an actual option? He's an option. Forward? He's an option. I think they will probably continue feeding him the ball to a certain extent. It's not going to be great. But if you need something, he's he's solid enough to me to where I can feel comfortable starting him because it's just tight ends aren't that great right no. now. So unless you've got a stellar guy, you don't need Everett at that point. But – I think they're they're going to move in this direction a little bit more to Everett, which is surprising to me. I didn't think this was going to happen. In the last two weeks, he's had 19 total targets. Now, this week, I believe it had something to do with Brandon Cooks getting injured during that game. Um, But, again, that's nothing bad on Gerald Everett. He stepped up. He stepped up, and now they realize what they got. And now when Cooks is on the field, we're going to be seeing Cooks. We're going to be seeing everybody involved everybody's gonna be involved and i think this uh, i don't have any problems having anybody on the rams team even though the rams seem like they're not all there yes like there's they're they're not winning the games that you think they should i mean they're what three and two right but it just doesn't something's not clicking with the rams but i'd still take every single one of their players in fantasy football I got to point out one more thing. Since Kyle Allen has taken over, Greg Olson has been garbage. Yep. It's not he good. He does not, I think, and maybe they're keeping him back to block more for Kyle Allen. That's possible. It's very possible. I just, just uh, if you had him with Cam that first couple weeks or whatever it was, you were like, okay, yeah, Greg Olson, I got it. I got this deal. It's Great uh, deal. Now it's not a deal at all it's just garbage oh and i i'm looking down the list yep and i'm trying to find somebody that might step up and that's I'm, why i keep saying herndon to people that's it that's the only that's guy the only that has one a chance that is basically unknown but has a realistic chance yeah a chance i'm oh. not and i'm not saying he's gonna do anything right he might have two catches a game but there's at least a chance there because he did show some things last year, and it was with Darnold. That's another thing we need, Darnold. Although, we don't know what it would be like if Falk had a, a tight end that he could dump the ball off to instead of just constantly True. Le'Veon Bell. True. Now, I have one more name I have to bring up. I scrolled all the way down. Number 62 overall tight end. 62. <laughs> That is practically the the second tight end on a team, the worst second tight end on a team in the National Football League, Kyle Rudolph. No. He has a total of 9.6 points on the year. He is a free agent in this league that I'm looking at. Yeah. I never in a million years would expect. I mean, if you just go back and look at Kyle Rudolph's targets – over the last couple of years. Yeah, of course. It's, yeah. it's perfect. I mean, he's getting 80 targets, catching 55, 60 balls, six, 700 yards, five, six touchdowns. He has eight targets on the year. Yeah. I know Kirk Cousins has been bad, yeah. 
but he's usually relied on Kyle Rudolph to get you. Makes you think something. maybe he's ailing something they're not talking about. But maybe yeah, I just I don't know. He's actually been a free agent. Maybe for maybe, two weeks in this league. Maybe he can start squeaking the wheels. Maybe he'll get some grease. <laughs> if he's a free agent and you're hurting, like if for some reason Kyle Rudolph would have been dumped in the flag league, that is something yeah. you could pick up. Maybe hoping I would he take gets a back chance. in the mix. I would take a chance on that. But so insane. I mean, it, how do you scroll that far down and find somebody from last year who was yeah. fantasy relevant? Amazing. Yep. But. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to find a tight end here that would be somebody that I'd be like, "All right, go trade for him." He had a down week because everybody had a down week. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just not finding somebody that I'm that comfortable with. That's I, why it's so difficult for me right now. I have garbage, and it's impossible. Yeah, for me to to find something because they're all unless they're stellar. There's no way I'm going to get them. But you can't find somebody who's mediocre and they're like oh i don't really need them so yeah i can trade them to you everybody seems like it's just eh. yeah eh. Just, why i'll just stick with trey burton <laughs> i'm getting five points out of trey burton that's what i get out of this guy basically uh let me look at jared cook well he's had a decent amount of targets he's had 24 yeah. targets through the five games not terrible Teddy Bridgewater finally got the ball to him a little bit. I just don't I don't nope, trust I, I don't him. trust it at all. Darren Fells, he only had two catches and they were both touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you know, hope for that. Jordan Aikens, the other tight end there in Houston, fifteen targets on the year, ten catches. You can't rely on that. I I mean, maybe if you can go another couple weeks without a tight end. <laughs> I would say maybe TJ Hawkinson. There that's are a good, some teams that's coming a good, up that are not that great yeah. against the tight end, but he's still a rookie and he's still a little hurt. So yeah. I guess Gerald Everett is the one <laughs> on here that he might even still be a free agent. There's, a, there's a possibility there. If yep, you're hurt, you're right. Because Will Disley's been scooped up after oh, week yeah. two and three. Yep. Mark Andrews has been there since week one. He's not been amazing since week two. Uh, maybe, if you're willing to, maybe somebody's willing to cut bait on Travis Kelsey after all they put in him, and maybe he comes back to the Travis Kelsey we hoped. Yeah, that's it's still going to be difficult. It is. It's going to be difficult to trade for somebody of that caliber. To be continued. We have to look at tight ends more because they are not producing yeah, this year. It's not. That's not good. All right. I guess that's going to do it for us this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was an amazing, it was a very roller coastery week. Right. Um, there were yeah. some really good games. There were some really bad games. There's some really amazing performances. There were some really dud performances. <laughs> week five was that one where we thought we had some trends going and... And it just blew up in your face. Although up. there is one trend. In Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. He can do it all. It doesn't stop trending with him. It doesn't. It never does. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're on Twitch, we appreciate yeah. the follows. Uh, if you're on YouTube, click the bell, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, if you're into audio dramas, we have a couple that I am in, The Veiled Monarch and The Veiled West. Uh, we're going to be taking a little break in one of those here, but there's going to be some like interviews with cast members and stuff, which could be pretty fun. Uh, I took 
place and took part in one of those. <laughs> Had a very, very long conversation. So we'll see what she keeps and what <laughs> she cuts in our conversation. Lots but, of edited out. Yes, possibly. Uh, but again, thank you for listening. Uh, we, we can talk for hours about fantasy football. <laughs> I, I say it every week, but we really can. We need to find a way to button this up just a little. We need we need something to start going beep 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 yeah. once we hit a certain time. Okay, uh, right. we gotta wrap it we up. So we're gonna go, start go, really go, fast. <laughs> Again, thank you for listening, and don't forget to stay fueled up this fantasy season.